Hello and welcome to Men in Progress, the podcast of United Methodist Men of Treach here in Flower Mound, Texas. We're part of the Life Plus God podcast series from Treach Memorial United Methodist Church. We drop a new podcast every Tuesday, and we appreciate you listening to this episode of Men in Progress. So I'm your host, Dave Casey, and if you've listened to us before, you know that we're just a bunch of guys that are trying to be better men and live better lives in our walk with God, with our families and each other. In this episode of Men in Progress, we're discussing something, for some of them it's easy, and for some of us it's pretty hard, and that's how to live your faith at work. Not every office environment is what we would call faith-friendly. That's not to say that they're necessarily bad, just as sometimes being demonstrative with your faith at work can be tricky. And how will it make other people feel? Will they judge me? Uh, how, how will it affect the way I'm viewed in my company and among my colleagues? Joining me to discuss this whole topic of faith at work are three of our brothers from Treach, Alan Carruth, Eddie Evans, and Chuck Mosley. So guys, welcome to Men in Progress. Thank you so Thank much. You. Glad thanks, to, thanks be to be here. here. Good guys, good to have you guys here. So right out of the gate, I've got a question for y'all, and it's, in your experience, has it been hard to live out your faith at work? And since I'm looking at Chuck, I'm going to mm. have him go first. Okay. Uh, for, you know, I've thought about this. For the last 20 years, I've worked for a London-based firm, and I'm remote. Mm. Uh, and being a London-based firm, we are truly global in nature. And uh, there's a lot of religions, types of people. There's a, there's a lot of things that I've learned over 20 years. It's been very good for me personally. But it makes it a little bit more difficult to live out your faith at work other than uh, try to put Jesus on display, mm-hmm. offer to pray for people, these types of things, and that's that's what I do. So the way you have your office decorated doesn't have an effect mm-hmm. on no, <laughs> these and, guys. Uh, and, and standing up during a conference call isn't always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah, because you got video. You're doing video a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I guess you, know, you could have that giant, you know, crucifix behind you. I, I do have my Emmaus uh, cross hanging behind me. And oh, uh, every now and then it prompts, a, a, hey, uh, I just noticed something in the background. Yeah. And, uh, I, I invite and uh, sort of solicit those questions. I cool. wish I got more of them. Yeah. So, Alan, yours is a little different, and we'll go back mm-hmm. to your days as uh, as an anesthesiologist. I almost, yes. I, I could almost say that straight. That's cool. amazing. Uh-huh. But uh, how did you live out your faith at work? Well, it wasn't there right at the, the uh, at the beginning uh, because uh, I was more interested in making my way and impressing people and making a good living and uh, trying to keep all the surgeons and the nurses and the employees happy and dealing with administrative stuff. So even though I was going to church and all that kind of stuff, I'll admit that that wasn't top priority yeah. for me to begin with. Nothing overt, you know, obviously. You know, and yeah. then as uh, some people has, have probably said many times, you know, I went on the walk to Emmaus, and that was a transforming event that uh, – brought God and Jesus uh, to the forefront. Um, It did change my attitude and it changed my uh, behavior, but was I overtly trying to show people I was a Christian? That came slowly. Okay. That came slowly. Eddie, how about you? Um, I think I would have to say it was kind of the same way. I've been in sales my whole career, Mm -hmm. and typically that is – yeah, th- there's three things you're not supposed to talk about in sales. <laughs> right. That's what I understand. We yeah. end up talking about all three of them every time, too. <laughs> so. Absolutely. And and there's a lot of entertaining. So a lot of what I, I guess I did on the front side of my career was just how 
uh, we handled the entertainment side of taking customers out and doing different things like mm. that, right? Mm. And that's that's something you would, or we would try to do uh, w- with the conscience, let's just say, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then as these companies change and grow, though, I will say there's um, there's been a lot of introduction to a charity style work, you know, oh, and, and, okay. like, and the companies now have, um, uh, at least the bigger public companies that I work for now, they have times where they say, okay, you get four hours a month to do charity. Ah. Or, and then, you know, then those conversations come up. So as you do your charity, if it's, you know, religious based or faith based, then yeah. like you start to share those pieces. So that part becomes a little bit easier. Almost but, like an officially sanctioned uh, yeah, opportunity almost, to but, share your faith. But I, I do think it's odd as, yeah. you know, Diversity, equity, and inclusion grows and grows. Mm-hmm. It's still something that's not necessarily like, let's let's talk about it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, you can have your thing, but not necessarily talk about it. I will say, though, that Dr. Kruth has prayed with me and my wife before she went into a surgery <laughs> yep. one time before. So he, Same with my he, son. He, yeah. made, he has made the change and has, has done it well. So. Mm. Yeah. He came over with us. It wasn't even his case. He came over and prayed with us. So <laughs> that, was a, that was a nice thing. It was very reassuring. Mm. Well, you know, if you've had them, uh, have there been any, you know, particular barriers that you've run into? Alan, if there's anything that's popped up that the hospital says, hey, you can't do this or anything along the way? I think medicine's a a unique uh, field that that really is not ever broached. You know, some people will feel, and I was uncomfortable first time, you know, Mm -hmm. I was prompted by a friend at church, just kind of overheard, said, Oh, Alan took care of you. Did you did you ask him to pray for you? And that never even crossed my mind wow. at the time. You know, I've seen another surgeon friend do that, but you know, was I? Well, of course, I was qualified. That was mm-hmm. pretty silly. So you just have to decide to give God a chance. And you know, you yeah. with yeah. trepidation, you you go in and you do it, and then you do it again, and you do it again, and suddenly after you've done it a, a few hundred times, you're going wow, this is cool. Nobody's questioning me. No, you know, and, and people start looking at you and treating you differently. Yeah, that's, that's, a great, that's a great thing. So, Chuck, is, you, know, you work for a big international company. Are there any, like, official employee handbook barriers? To, to, to... Well, if, if there is, Dave, I've probably broached them, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, consciously or, or, or otherwise. Um, you know, seniority has its privilege, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I'm just not. Uh, I think it's one of those things that uh, I, I feel strongly about my faith, just like uh, the others feel strongly about theirs. But I, I, I think a good litmus test for me has been offering to pray for someone and just watching their reaction. Oh, uh, you can, you can cool. judge if if the reaction is is hey, thank you, I need that, or we need that. Yeah. Uh, you you know. But if I've also seen it been met with just kind of cold indifference. Yeah. And, uh, and so that, that for me, that makes me want to then come back at them again. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, I had an interesting experience last Friday. We were at, at uh, lunch with a prospective customer. We had dealt with them over the phone a couple of times, never really had met face to face first time, you know, we're at lunch and, uh, and we just got my, with a buddy of mine and we just got a feel from him. I mean, there was nothing specific, nothing he said, but, uh, you know, we, we waited till the food came and my partner that my business partner goes, Hey, do you think we ought to pray? And, uh, and I said, well, I'd be glad to pray. And we turned to him and he says, well, I was waiting for you guys to say that. <laughs> so, I mean, it was one of those deals that, uh, we, we guessed right, you know, about mm-hmm. our intuition of what he was about. So, um, 
Eddie, can you think of any specific example where uh, faith has played a big role for you in your in your work or in your job? Um, well, me personally, I think the there there was one point in my career when I was selling toys and, um, uh, the, we, there was a guy on our team and he was, uh, he was just a, a great guy. In fact, he be like, I, I worked for Hasbro and he, he yeah. won like Hasbro man of the year. And he was, he was a person who like, you could, he, he just did everything. Sure. Um, and you know, uh, as he started to, to work through some of his, um, I guess the charities that he would work for, he was really big with Angel, uh, Angel Flight, I think is what it's called, yeah, and some yeah. stuff like that. He he started to bring people in, and that was an easy way for me to kind of step in, and um, it, I I was helping him on certain things, and, it, and then it just, like you say, it kind of becomes known that that's what you do or that that's who you are. And so uh, it actually was a good thing because it kind of helped um, – a team that we were on a group of people kind of come together and and for a while i think there we were sort of you know seen as one of the the best teams in the company because we got along so well and i think that i think that faith was was a part of the base yeah that's that a great kind of intro yeah that's a super way to uh, do do that so uh well this will be a good one for chuck this is a great question so would you say faith has personally affected you in how you do your job uh, Dave, I would say that, yes. Uh, but I would say that over, the, uh, especially over the last 10, 15 years. The walk to Emmaus played a big role in that. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But uh, I, I think having uh, – one of the things I've always done that I didn't realize was such a, uh, a valuable Christian tool, and that's investing in people. I want to know about who I work with. Yeah. I want to know about them. I, I forget work for a moment. I want to know what you do, what what makes you happy, what what's your family like, and uh, – and people tend to respond to that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't do it as a sales tactic. I do it because I'm generally interested. Sure. And uh, and, and there is the opportunity to to pray for them or to or to be happy for them or, or these types of things. And and you know and every now and then they'll ask me about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when you let them get a word in it. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 so much, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really found that uh, investing in people is a, is a good thing, and it, and it pays dividends. And that's when it seems easier to get, you know, then they might approach you, hey, I, you know, I, I just couldn't help but notice. You're a Christian, aren't you? And, I, and, man, what a great question to have that. Yeah, yeah. I guess that could be a two-edged sword, though, could yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that cross in the background probably helps. Well, you know? I, yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm hoping they're not asking because thinking, because man, you're a long way from it. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was shock. I was shocked to find out that you're a Christian. <laughs> so, so Alan, have you looked for guidance? Uh, and again, I'll go back to when you were when you were actively working, because um, I know your job now is is really a faith based job. You're teaching Sunday school. You're doing. You're you're teaching. Uh, Bible lessons to, to guys that, that are in a, in a tight situation. But um, did, did you look for guidance when you were doing your job in the Bible specifically? Absolutely. Yeah. I, it took me a while, but it was more than gaining knowledge about who God was or what Jesus did. It was allowing the words to transform whom I was so that it would allow me to feel the presence of God as I was doing whatever I was called to do. I could not, it, it came to the point I would tell people, I cannot do my job without the presence of God. Mm -hmm. 
So That's great. that is why I said, let's invite God to this party so that everything yeah. goes well. And I was so grateful that so many people, you know, I, I would give, I would ask them, can I pray for you? Before I gave them the sedative, yeah. of course, they would thank me on the way back to the operating room, but I doubt they were for, remembered what they said. But absolutely, it yeah. became an, it, it was like, you know, when it says, you know, you're doing it when you're, you're achieving what your goal is when you actually start to live without thinking about it, yeah. the life that God has called you to live. Yeah. I'm just thinking, even if I was, uh, an atheist or an agnostic, you know, and you ask me that question, and I'm laying there on the gurney. I say, "Hey, it couldn't hurt." <laughs> I mean, that would be my answer. Play the odds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. So, uh, Eddie, have you found you ever found yourself uh, praying about work? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would say that more along the lines though of maybe uh, keeping myself centered. That's that's usually what I use prayer for at work. Yeah, right? When yeah. stuff gets busy or things are hectic or, you know, even sometimes you just don't agree with what you're being asked to do. You know, lots of times I'll I'll, just, I'll say that I'm like, look, I don't agree with this, but you just you guys tell me what you want to do and I'll I'll go do it. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm the sales guy. I'm not in charge, but I, I'll you know I'll I'll march to whatever drum you tell me to. <laughs> um, and so sometimes when I I just feel like it's ridiculous or the ask is weird or we're, we're making a deal or doing something for the wrong reasons, you know, to show dollar volume or something. Uh, I just use it to keep myself centered. So it's not maybe necessarily a way of like, I, you know, I need to, I need help with the quarter or I need help with this, but it's like, I just to try to keep my, yeah. Yeah. Know, back, kind of back. Just to keep your, right. kind of keep your brain going the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Do that. You know, uh, Chuck, you mentioned kind of the multinational, multi-faith, you know, multi-culture kind of environment that you're in. So have you seen, and this may be hard to do over video, I don't know, have you seen hints of faith uh, from your coworkers? Yes. Uh, in, in some of my travels before COVID, I uh, spent a lot of time overseas and, and in other countries uh, with people from, mm -hmm. uh, we all travel. It's just a, a culture. And, uh, and, and I did get to, I, I learned about the Muslim faith a bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and just how seriously they take that. And, but also how incredibly generous they were to me when I didn't understand and said something that was completely irresponsible. Yeah. Uh, which is very much like me, but, uh, <laughs> I, I've never found it to be a barrier to any discussion. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, but, but, you know, to be fair, we don't sit around and talk religion because I think everyone is so astutely aware that there could be differences. So we, yeah. we touch on it and we move on. Yeah, it's helpful to have a guide for that. You know, we uh, I had the opportunity to go to Japan for uh, actually for our honeymoon. And it was a Japanese company that we were working with and we had won this trip. So I parlayed a, a, a sales reward trip into my honeymoon, you know, which is nice. what everybody nice. should do, right? <laughs> nice. I told the honey, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be wonderful and romantic and a couple of plant tours. But other than that, you know. <laughs> But it was interesting because the uh, the folks that I dealt with here in the U.S. that were Japanese um, spent some time with me kind of going over the Japanese culture and how to conduct ourselves, you know, both myself and Doris. You know, both, you know, we had different roles when you're when you're there. And uh, and it was interesting because they, they have three religions, really. They have Christianity, they have Buddhism, and they have the Shinto religion. 
And, uh, and I don't know what the percentages are, but it was in, they briefed us on all three of those, which I thought was really interesting. And it really did prepare us to, to hopefully not embarrass ourselves. You know, we went to Shinto shrines and Buddhist temples and, you know, we didn't go to any, uh, cathedrals or anything, but, uh, they, maybe they thought we had that covered. I don't know. But, but, uh, so when, uh, when you have had, you know, I'll ask Al on this, when you've had, uh, opportunities to go beyond just a quick prayer before you put somebody into la la land. I mean, have you have you ever run into situations where you've actually developed a an ongoing conversation about faith with someone that you met during work? Well, those conversations were primarily with uh, nurses or CRNAs or other people. So uh, coworkers it more was than mainly, patients. Mainly those, yeah. and you know, and they, it, it was just kind of funny to watch the evolution. I started catching myself as I'd hear something on some off-color bark or somebody starting, and I would say, oh, dear. <laughs> and after a while, they started calling me Father Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> or they would say, oh, we can't t- say that uh, Dr. Carruth is here. Yeah, oh, you know, dear. You know, and I would just go, wow. Yeah. And, and I really wasn't doing anything except what I thought I was yeah. supposed to be doing. But one specific instance. So just a little course correction on your part. <laughs> you know, but, just. But, but I did have a dramatic effect on a dear friend who's a CRNA, and he was having uh, – unbeknownst to me some situ- a situation and mm-hmm. I actually I was on uh, vacation in Cancun with my family and I got an emergency phone call and it was him mm-hmm. and he explained to me the situation and I, we had been having conversations and I said you get in your car and you drive to that church that you start going to and you find your preacher and you have a serious conversation yeah. about what's going on he then signed up after that he got through that crisis and saved his marriage, uh, disciple Bible study. Wow. And before I knew it, he was praying for his patients oh, and super. continues to do that. So yeah. that was, you know, if you don't give God a chance, you know, it says, uh, how beautiful are those who, who bring the word of God? And I said, man, God, you have shown me enough times. I am never going to ask again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what am I supposed to be doing? No kidding. No kidding. Well, Eddie, for, for let me ask you this. So for uh, for people of faith, what do you think are the, the biggest opportunities for us to influence our company? Again, I guess it's not, not probably not overtly, but it may be just small ways, you know? Yeah, I think, I do think it's living, you know, you live that model, I guess, you know, you live, you walk, yeah, the walk just kind of show them. And, and then it starts to open doors and questions. And I've, uh, I think like these guys, I've had, you know, uh, people at work, um, so, you know, Hey, I noticed something on your Facebook, like, do you really, do uh-huh. you really believe all that stuff, you know? And then, and then it opened, that opens the door for the conversation. Right. And, um, like my wife says, there was, I had a really good friend at, at work at, at Hasbro at that, that old location. She's like, that person is your uh, God's not dead person, right? Like ah. you're not supposed to try to convince her today. It's not going to yep. happen, yep. but you just, you, you keep having those conversations every once in a while. And eventually, you know, it, it, it whatever you say just leads the path to, you know, to the, whatever's supposed to be done. Right? Yep. It's not like anything I'm going to do would would be the turning point for for that person but you know you can just kind of lay the groundwork so you i think planted that seed yeah, yeah. So i think that i think that's the biggest piece you know when you when you are that person people start to 
Yeah. yeah, somebody may approach you out of the blue and yeah. just say, uh, "Yeah, I just got a sense, or I, I know, you know, where you're coming from, right. and I might, I might have this question or have this problem, kind of like like Alan described." Uh, so one last question. I really probably should have started with this one. So, uh, so I'm gonna, we'll probably each get to take a chance at this, but I'll start with Chuck and just what role do you think faith should play in the way we do our jobs and you know the way we operate within our company? Um, well, first and foremost, work like you're working for God. Um, I, I know I, I say that. Like that's I a always, great, yeah, that's yeah. a great way to put it though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I don't do that always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wish I did, uh, but I do think about it. And when I'm, when I'm misbehaving or not doing what I, for whatever selfish reason I might have, that's what I try to center back on. But I think treating, uh, investing in, in your colleagues and, and your customers, if that's your, Alan, that's your customer, uh, yeah. right? Uh, but I, I think treating people, uh, you know, the golden rule, right? And 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 so often that gets noticed because so many people don't do it uh, for for whatever reason. And uh, but those people can be can be transformed too. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's uh that, that's kind of what I think. Uh, living living your life like you would want others to live around you. And uh, and that will prompt those kind of discussions. And uh, and if it doesn't, chances are you may need a little self-examination in how you're treating mm-hmm. people and how you're conducting yourself. Yeah, I can see where they that would you know you'll know in the back of your mind you know if something something's awry and doing oh, yeah. that. And yeah. Eddie, you, that's kind of the way you just described it too. Is is that you know you just decide well I'm gonna I'm gonna live this way and others can take their cues from that I guess. Yeah, and I I think he he even talked about it earlier where you. Like as a manager, if you're invested in your people, right, then um, it's it's so obvious. Like the, through my career, I've worked for many different style of managers and a lot of different people. And the last manager I just had, she uh, like would literally take notes when you, you talk to her, you know, hmm. about your family or whatever. She was she was writing those things down and yeah. and would come back and ask those questions. And you know, so you'd come back and be like, you know, hey, you know, how how is your dad? How are things going? Right, stuff like that. And um, it 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 uh, stopped taking me by surprise with her. Yeah, like you start yeah. to realize how the complete difference in comfort you have with people, um, you know, and not never once did we ever talk about our faith or religion or whatever, but like you, it was just a, uh, as she was a, a great leader, uh, a great manager. Like I, and I told her like, we, you know, we just went through a company merger and we got reorged and I was like, I'd, I'd follow her anywhere again. Like I yeah, didn't work for yeah. her anywhere, anytime. Like she just, um, and it was, it was just a simple care that yeah. she showed me, yeah. you know, and, and the interest. Well, it really resonates. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Alan, what do you think? How should, how should faith operate in the, in the business world? Well, everybody's been talking about how God has allowed them to see differently. And I think the benefit of having God, a God centered life, which as you said, does not require you to be a biblical scholar and have a Bible around to pump somebody on the head. Um, the best way I describe it is allows you to see outside yourself and to see other people the way God sees them and your behavior follows suit. Yeah. yeah. And just is, and that's, you know, it, so it's really going to lead to the best outcome. It is you know, just this. amazing. You know, like I said, business is business. The world is the world. We understand that not everybody agrees. Not everybody yeah. is the same. Not everybody was brought up the same way. Everybody's agendas are not exactly uh, uh, God-centered, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. 
But we have been told that God cares about everybody. So if I can't see that in them, then I'm going to behave inappropriately. So for me, it's if why should God be in there? It says because it allows me to see out of myself and be something that I don't have the power to be without that. Yeah, that's super. Well, that's a great one to close on, a super one to close that's on. That's a great answer, too. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, as always, thanks. This this conversation has been very thoughtful and illuminating, and can't thank you enough for joining me. Thank you. We thank are you. Great, was grateful to be invited. All right. So there you have it, episode 19 of Men in Progress. We really hope you've enjoyed the conversation and that you'll join us again in August when our topic will be, Where Can I Find Calm in a World of Chaos? Thanks again to Alan Carruth, Eddie Evans, and Chuck Mosley for joining me and sharing their wisdom with our listeners. Thanks for listening to Men in Progress from Treach Memorial United Methodist Church in Flower Mound, Texas. I'm Dave Casey. We'll see you next time. This episode of the Men in Progress podcast is sponsored by Treach Memorial United Methodist Church, where our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're in or near Flower Mound, Texas on any Sunday morning, we would love to welcome you to any of the Treach services. Or you can follow our services anytime on our Facebook page or at tmumc.org.